Let's begin now. All right, let's do this. Welcome to it. Sunday uh, morning. I wanted to say afternoon, but we're not quite there yet. We're not that fortunate, unfortunately. You okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll be okay. Okay. Thanks, man. You can't be sad. I mean, I guess you can. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty sad about 8 o'clock last night. Yeah. I did text you. I said, hey, man. You gave me an out. I said, if you want, you can let this one stew. For those of you that don't realize this, Grant Nicholson, who is my producer every Sunday and, and very close to my heart, is a diehard K-State fan. Grad, alum, pays a lot of money for the university. I'm still paying a lot of money to the university. Still paying a lot of money. Thanks, Biden. I'm kidding. I don't know what that means. But I kind of want to start with instead of feeling down, I mean, if I'd have told you at the beginning of the season, Jerome Tang, Keith Noel, and the gang would have been in the Elite Eight, what would you have said? Yeah, I mean, I probably would have probably would have called you crazy. So right. in in that respect, right? Well, yeah, you've got to got to love where where the guys ended up. Yeah, which, like you, I'm sure, you hate hearing that, because a lot of people are like, well, yeah, that was like in October if you'd asked me that, but like, they got better throughout the year. You got into the tournament, the doors opened up. You're up what at one point fifty seven to fifty with about. Six minutes left? Uh, I think that was closer to like 10 minutes left. 10 but minutes left, okay. Yeah. And then it was like free throws became an issue. Somebody said bad fouls in the first half, so they fouled out early. Yeah, I mean, we had an 85% free throw shooter and a 90% free throw shooter. Both missed free throws, so. Yeah. And, and our best player missed free throws. Yeah. And then, can you explain to me how the end of the game, uh, was that supposed to be like a, a give and go for a three to Noel and that guy just fumbled the ball? No, I mean, they've ran that play like a million times okay. where they try to draw the pressure onto Keese and then he just kicks it to Ish on the side for the deep three. And they ran it and FAU's give the ball pressure. and it's just Gotta hard. be your favorite K-State basketball team of all time? Or is uh, it still the Beasley and uh, and and that and that squad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to to rank them all. Well, there's um, like three. Yeah, I know, but I- <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not an unnecessary shot. But like, it's true. Yeah, uh, the one when I was a senior was pretty good in 2018. Yeah. That, that was, was the Elite Eight team at B Kentucky. Yeah, but they they all make the Elite Eight. So what am I supposed to do? Pick them? Yeah, I feel like Calipari doesn't like K State very much. Yeah, and we don't like him. 
Nobody so does. take those L's, dog. I don't think anybody likes Calipari. Other than, I don't like Tom Izzo either. Yeah, he was the richer of the week Gosh, on Friday. dude. We, play, we made him the richer of the week because he said, well, they got some lucky shots and, you know, they, some stuff fell in and kissed my ass. His team shot like 50% from three. He's like, yeah, we didn't play that well. Like, dude. I feel like Tom Izzo has a lot of answers that he forgot to give people in about eight, nine years ago with a big case that came out in Michigan State. That's just my, my personal thing. I mean, he's been the face of Michigan State for 25 years. And when all that happened, he just went mum. Let's go. That's going to be a good day, brother. Let's ride. I like, you know, I like that we've officially taken Russell Wilson's let's ride and just completely made a mockery of it. But I, so this is rare for me because when it comes to March, it's hard for me to kind of get on the back of it. Like now I, and I am this way. I, I, I promise you I'm this way. Because this is your flagship station for K-State and K-State Athletics. So it's nice to kind of have an out when you when people are like, well, why would you root for K-State? You didn't go to school there. No. Do you even know seven people on their roster? Couldn't tell you. Um, but that was a team that, from the word go, myself included, I've been on the Jerome Pootie Tang train for a while. I was the one out here in December saying that it was like going from Alex Smith to Pat Mahomes, from Weber to, to Tang. And they beat the snot out of Kansas in the regular season. They were quietly probably the second, maybe third best team in the Big 12 that was loaded. I mean, I think it's clearly evidently obvious that Texas is the best team in the Big 12. Hell, they might win the whole thing. Actually, you know what? I don't know who's winning the tournament. I think it's UConn. We'll get into that on the other side of this. But K-State's ride was extremely fun, and it was extremely credible. It wasn't a ride in which, you know, they made a latch-stitch three and, you know, they upset somebody. They were a three-seed. They were a top three team in the Big 12. They beat all the big daddies this year. They had a good little tournament, conference-wise. Wasn't the best, but they played decent. And then they got into the big, the big dance, and they did exactly what you're supposed to do in the big dance. Ride the coattails of your most talented player, who happens to be a point guard, which is a double bonus. Rely on your big seniors and let your coach with all the experience take over. K-State did that. They did a damn good job at that. And they went to the Elite Eight. Did they lose to Florida Atlantic? Yes. You know how much it is a semester to go to school there? $11,000. You know what your GPA average has to be to get in? 2.0. You know where it's at? One of the most beautiful places on the face of the earth. So, shout out to FAU. Because I didn't know it only cost eleven grand a semester. If I'd have known that, I'd have never gone to Warrensburg. I'd have gone to FAU and walked on. Could have made it. And it's acquired a 2.0 GPA to get there. But here's the thing. This isn't like a year of being a Kansas fan. Where it's like, oh, we lost in the Elite Eight. We should have been in the Final Four. Probably. Well, you didn't lose in the Elite Eight. You lost in the round of 64. 
And I know there's a lot of people out there that were like, well, I'm not going to root for K-State because I'm a diehard Tigers fan or I'm a diehard Jayhawk fan, and that's fine too. But I know at the end of the day, you watched those last two games that K-State played, and for a little bit, for a little bit, you thought to yourself, well, this could be fun if they make a run. Because Marquise Noel should be, he won't be, but he probably should be the player of the tournament. And maybe he still will. Because he balled yesterday, he balled on Friday, and he put that team on his back with one ankle. Sounds familiar. And those are the types of teams that from 10 years from now, and I don't think K-State's going anywhere. I really don't. I think Jerome Tang is a really, really, really solid option at head coach. I think a lot of people will like going to that school. And when the Big 12 gets even more powerful, yes, they're losing Texas and Oklahoma, but gaining Houston. But when the Big 12 continues to get notoriety and more and more people tend to look at the Big 12 as still the basketball powerhouse, Jerome Tang's face will be there representing the K-State Wildcats. And Jerome Tang is going to fight and be competitive with Bill Self. And Texas and Houston. K-State is not going anywhere. And when you see guys like Marquise Noel have the tournaments that they had, you're going to see point guards that maybe are a little undersized, but like Jerome Tang, can go out there and make things work for that system. That school is going to be back in the tournament. And Jerome Tang is no stranger to the sheets when it comes to the March Madness tournament. Won the national title with Baylor. Credit it was a COVID year, but he still won the national title. Was a longtime assistant, like 19 years. And got his first shot at being a head coach and went to the Elite Eight. Has the right attitude, has the right type of, you know, fortitude as a coach. Doesn't really like, isn't really a screamer. More of like an understander. Gets his players, gets the most out of his players. How many of you knew who Marquise Noel was before the year started? I bet it's I bet it's very little. And then at the end of this tournament, 50% of New York City's population knows who Marquise Noel is. That's what this tournament was. So K-State did, and it was a hell of a year. And I get it. There's a lot of people out there that are like, well, just spare me. I understand it was a heck of a year. Just give me some time. Don't You don't need to be like that. Enjoy it. Enjoy the run. Because I get it. Weber beat Kentucky to go to the Elite Eight. That team seemed like a team of prayer. This team seemed like a team that they thought and knew they should be there. Should they have gone to the Final Four? There was, I think at one point, I was about to text Grant and be like, go paint the town red, don't come in tomorrow. Which I think you probably would have taken me up on that one. No, I would have been here. Okay. I would have wanted, oh, yeah, wanted to I would have wanted to gloat. Yeah. So you can agree kind of that monologue that opening monologue that I know it sucks. Obviously, like you're still in your lavender. Um it's a it's a fun, it's a fun, you know, year. But man, you gotta think like on the horizon, like your football program set up for many years, right? You, had you would group, hope so. You think? I mean, the head coach there is doing. Climbing's doing a really good job. A lot of people have their doubts, but he's there, good now. Head basketball coach, you got to think that program is going to be pretty good. Yes, you had two special players on this team that are going to be gone, but still, like, 
They can be replaced. Top 25 recruiting class. Correct. And then you got Pootie Tang coming back, man. Can't hate it. We yeah, re- it's, it's definitely headed in the right direction. Yeah. You know Wanted it to end differently, but correct. every single team in the country says that. And so. now you're a Kansas fan. Because <laughs> that's what happens, man. You get, like, on this really good, fun run, and then you're like, man, I wanted so much more. Well, unfortunately, we get to wait a year. From the 402, I'm a Jayhawk fan. I hate, I mean, hate the people that have two favorite teams. One, Kansas, and two, whoever plays against Kansas State. That's just rude. That's just rude. I mean, you don't you don't need to be those people. Like, if you were watching the game last night, and you're from the Midwest, and you're a local person, and yeah, you might root for Kansas, you might root for Missouri, and you're rooting for Florida Atlantic, you, sir, suck. The one that really sucks? Yeah. This only happened once, so it's not the whole fan base or anything. But I had a one KU fan reach out to me individually to 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 gloat about K State losing. I was oh, like, really? come on, man, don't be that guy. Yeah, that's weird. Like, I don't I don't do that to you. Like when KU loses, like I would, didn't come at you. It's like, come on, don't be that guy. Buck now, <laughs> Bradley boys, the killer bees. That was like twenty years ago. <laughs> uh, I'm on the must bus, baby. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, would you have taken your shirt off like Musterman if you went to the Final Four last Dude, night? Dude, there's no telling what the celebration would have looked like. Man, Manhattan would have been nuts, man. Yeah, I think I might have gone there for the Final Four. I was going to say, that might, be a, that, might have been, uh, that might have been a place you'd like to, to experience once in your lifetime. You'd be kissing people you didn't even know were around you. you just turn <laughs> over, neck, tongue, how you doing? <laughs> you know? We're in the Final Four, man. I don't give a rip. How are you, Sydney? Like. <laughs> We're in Manhattan. Uh, yeah. So I want to have a discussion. Grant, I think you can kind of help me out with this as well on the other side. Can we agree there's five blue bloods in college basketball, right? KU, Carolina, Kentucky, Duke, Villanova. You consider Villanova a blue blood? So we're not UCLA doesn't make it in there? Six. Okay. I don't – that tracks. Okay. If one wins one more title, I think there's another one. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Dusty Likens here with you on After Hours with my producer, Ken Francis. <laughs> you don't want to claim Ken Francis. Do we know who Ken Francis is? You're familiar with this story? The Lamar Jackson agent? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know his name was Francis, but yeah. I don't know if it's Ken Francis. I think it's Ken Francis. Solid year, though, for the Cats. I think you have to be credible for uh, for college basketball moving forward. It's hard to be unhappy. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. Probably shouldn't be, though. Yeah. Probably should be positive. I mean, that's fine. That's what Coach Tang would want. I'll follow that man to the end of the earth. You would? I'd kill a man for Jerome Tang. I got about three people I'd give you a, a head start on if you want me to. I need Jerome Tang to tell me. Okay. Not Dusty Likens. I don't know. I think, I don't, I don't know if Tang's about murdering people. I think he's a pretty, 
I think he's pretty well saved. I don't think he is either. But I'm telling you, whatever he wants me to do, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. You could start with that Florida Atlantic coach. Those hats He's were... got such a mid-major-ass name, too. <laughs> Dusty May. Get out of my face. Dude, everybody started clowning the name Dusty last night. Like, someone, like, someone, it just says, who looks at a newborn and goes, yeah, I think I'll name this one Dusty, like, question mark. <laughs> and people started tagging me in it. I'm like, dude, where did I get, how did I get out of this, you know? I just shot a great round of golf today, and now people are sending me this tweet of, hey, check this out. By the way, last night, actually yesterday in general, was a really good indication that, like, spring is is here like it rained its ass off man on friday night like poured rain and i was super nervous even though yesterday the course was like really sloshy probably not a word uh but it was i mean it was it was damp yesterday and still though like it was evening time was nice had the tv on the patio had some people reach out to me on Twitter and, and show me their setup. I mean, it is. We are fire pit season, baby. We are here. And I need to go to Menards, and I need to, I need to find me a fire pit. And no, I'm not buying one of those smokeless ones that are like $400. Not into that, I'll tell you that much. But on the other side, 913 says, FAU has more than 30,000 students. Why are there announcers on TV calling them a small school? Is there a nine seed? I think we should stop seeding them. The committee does a bad job every year. Florida Atlantic won 31 regular season games, and they're a nine seed. Yeah. Missouri beat Tennessee twice, and they were a seven seed, and Tennessee was a four. How is UConn a four seed? They're a wagon. They're beating everybody by 15 points. I mean, last night, my buddy's in Arizona, and you could still lie bet him at plus 200 at halftime to win the national title. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm like, bet $100 on that right now. He's like, yeah, I don't know, man. And then he texts me with, like, five minutes left in the second half. He's like, damn it, it's plus 140 now. I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, that's all I wanted to say was just like, "You're you're an idiot. You know, like, you should have bet everything. And I think when it comes to, when it comes to UConn, they're a blue blood, right? Like, they are 100% a blue blood. You said if they win this title this year, it'll be five in 25 years? Yeah, yeah. First one was in 1999. So Calhoun's got three. Kevin Ollie got one with that miraculous year, got a huge contract, and then now he's just been gone for quite some time. And now what is it? It's it's Hurley. One of the Hurley brothers. I don't remember which one. Brad, Dan. Where's where's the other brother? Is he coaching college basketball? One of them's at UConn. One of them's at Arizona State. Okay. Bobby and Dan. Okay. They're both words I can't say on Sunday. Richards? Yeah. You don't like the Hurley bros? No, no. Those are they guys like are the, jerks. Are they like the Hardy bros from that South Park episode? 
I'm getting a clue. Ooh, I'm getting a raging clue. <laughs> That's who they are, the the Hart, the Hurley brothers. Ooh, you're getting a clue too. Oh, uh, man. Back home 25 plus years ago, Sandy and Rocky Rhodes named their son Dusty. Yeah, and Cody. They named their kids Dusty and Cody. You choose which one you like more. And that's not a 6'10 thing. Could be. Um, someone says my levels are low and you can barely hear me. I've never had that issue. I don't feel like that. That might be a radio on your part. <laughs> like, I think my voice is very well modulated. But So UConn is just literally beating everyone by 15-plus points. And there were two things... There, there are two things that really stuck out about that game yesterday. One, seating and, and committee clearly didn't watch UConn games. Because a lot of you forget, UConn started the season off 14-0. and <laughs> Then they lost 6 of 8, and then they won 12 of their final 14. Where did that get lost in the in the in the confines of like when these experts sat in a room and were like, "All right, where are we putting this at?" And maybe a four seat is fair. Conference isn't that strong, but there's good teams in that conference. Rosters deep, they're blowing everybody out, and they're not just blowing schmucks out, right? They beat. A lot of people's favorite to win the national title this year. In last night's game, they beat that 65-year-old center in Drew Timmy, who I hate. I hate Drew Timmy. Still got a year of eligibility left. Disgusting. He looks like he stinks. He totally took the camera away from that guy who had the game-winning shot on Friday night. He totally took that guy's moment. Whether people want to believe that or not, or you think I'm being a, a sab ass, which isn't a term, but I just made it up. And I'm going to get into Drew Timmy here in a second. But UConn's a blue blood, man. Like, the blue bloods of college basketball, yes, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, UCLA, fine. Let's get UCLA out of here. Let's get UCLA in that blue blood. Let's out of here. UCLA went to -to back-to-back Final Fours, never won a title. Recently. 08, 09, or 07, 08. Florida has more titles than UCLA in the last 25 years. UConn has more titles than UCLA. Villanova, more titles. UCLA, good day. You're done. Baylor has more titles than UCLA? Get UCLA out of here. They're not a blue blood. They're not a blue blood anymore. I don't care about the, the John Wooden days where they won eight straight titles and Bill Walton was great. UCLA, get on. You're a has-been. You're a wannabe. You know Charles Barkley? You're a wannabe Charles Barkley. Space Jam reference. Yes, I know Charles Barkley went to Auburn. But, man, is UConn good. I mean, good. And the other thing that I realize is that the reason that Drew Timmy is in college basketball as long as he is is he'll never play outside of college basketball. He'll never play another – I mean, I say never – He will not get drafted. He is not that great, and he was 100% exposed last night. He played against a kid who's probably not going to make the NBA either. He'll get drafted, but he's probably not going to play in the NBA. And Drew Timmy was outmatched 
and it wasn't close. Yeah, it was cute that he put up 36 against UCLA. But he looked like if I were to go onto a Division I college basketball floor and try to play basketball. That's what he looked like last night. He looked lost. He looked fatigued. He looked outnumbered. He looked outmatched. He looked outmuscled. He looked outsmarted. He looked outlooked. And I'm done with that. Man, I just, I, and you know he's coming back. You know he's coming back. He said he's not coming back. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, my dead ass. But when he sees that when he sees that NIL check, yeah. I think he's going to probably be back. He's the perfect example of what an NIL can do for an athlete to keep them like just this is it. And hopefully his NIL deal is like a bar of soap. He just looks like he stinks. He just he just looks like he reeks. This, the headband thing is is obnoxious and stupid. He gets home from basketball practice. He doesn't take a shower. He just sits yeah. down and plays Fortnite, yep. you think? Oh, yeah. Cracks open a monster and is like, hey, let's get the bros in here. And I feel like he slurps it. I don't feel like he drinks <laughs> it. I feel like Jew Timmy slurps it. And what I mean by he took the moment from that kid, and I, I, I know that people are dusty. He's only 22 years old, only. He's about to be 23 slash 24 playing against 18-year-olds. You know who Drew Timmy is? Drew Timmy's the kid that got to eighth grade and didn't make his middle school team. So they let him play in the league because he wasn't quite good enough to play in the, in the, in the freshman or the eighth grade team in middle school. And then when he became a freshman, he didn't make the freshman team either. So they let him play another year in the league. And then he was 15 years old playing against 12 and 13 year olds. Move on. It's over. You're never going to play professional basketball, but you know what? Props to you. Because you'll probably get an NIL deal, and that's, I guess that's worth it. I don't know. I want to finish this whole first segment on college basketball, and on the other side of this, um, I want to explain why I think college basketball is going to get only better from this day forward. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Uh, are you a big Netflix documentary guy? Uh, I kind of go in and out. I'll probably get into them more during baseball season. But it kind of depends on the, the the content. Which, that's right around the corner, baseball season. I don't know if it's 2008 or 2023, but Zach Greinke's the opening day starter for the Royals. It's 10 days, and I'll be in here with uh, Josh Vernier. Are you excited? Dude. Dude, jacked up. Uber Fax says, what are the downsides of being extremely attractive? I don't know. <laughs> I just couldn't tell you. I can tell you the upsides of being ugly. Nobody talks to you. People give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got for that one. You know, somebody out there is quote tweeting that somebody really ugly is quote tweeting it with like 10 things that they're like, oh, this always happens to me. Like, yeah. no, it doesn't, man. You know, it's like to get the double take every time I walk down the hallway. Although it was weird. I filled in for uh, Cody Tap one day and I was walking to the bathroom and this guy heard my, because you know how like when we hit the door, it makes that beep. And like, that's just like a universal sound here in the studio of people that you know someone's about to either come in and, and fill in for the rest of your shift, and you hear that, and you're like, oh, who is it? Man, this guy at the bottom of the stairs waited 
stared at me, and then proceeded to walk as if like he thought somebody like special was coming through. Here's Walker with six seconds. Got up into the air and it's knocked away. K-State's got the ball. Two seconds, one second. Noel, layup. Yes, at the buzzer. And K-State has won it in overtime. They knock off a fabulous team in Michigan State. Keontae Johnson and the Cats are moving on. Wow, what a play. Wildcats win it 98-93. to Best game of the tournament. I mean, it was just a basketball play uh, between me and Keontae. Uh, we, we, we knew how Michigan State, you know, plays defense. They play high up. Um, and Keontae just told me, like, we got eye contact, and he was like, lob, lob. You know, I just, I just threw it up, and he, he made a, a great play. K-State made two grown-ass men cry. But, I mean, they banked in two shot clock threes. There were, and they made some big plays, but some of those plays weren't big plays. They were lucky plays. And, and I didn't think we played our best. I think some of it was them. I think some of it was us. But, boy, we bounced back in that second half. It's a team that shot 50% from three-point range. They didn't play that great, though. Yeah. We had some guys really fight like crazy and, um, and then had a couple guys offensively not play their game the way they played all year but that stuff happens in this tournament and we had a did a pretty good job on johnson and he makes that three and the little kid makes the three mm-hmm. how he he you know make a deep three we miss a couple and all of a sudden it's it gets out of hand but um, these kids fought they never stopped i mean these these two oscar was again did some special stuff <laughs> Nobody likes you, Calipari. Nobody likes you at all. But college basketball, man. And uh, we had more dudes than they did today. Mm-hmm. Dudes. And uh, we had more dudes than they did today. That's that pooty tang coming out right there. Sign your pity on the runny kind, Calipari. Izzo. The thing I don't understand as we continue this, this talk is... What, like, what is the end-all, be-all goal of just being an asshat of a fan like Kansas fans right now? Like, where, like, I'm dead serious. And if you're one of them, I'd love to have you on the air. I would love to have you on the air. Because I find it hilarious that when K-State goes to the Elite Eight, and has a great run. Kansas fans have to come out of the woodwork and be like, yeah, third in the Big 12, quarterfinals, that's like a every type of year for Kansas. Well, then what's a loss in the round of 64? Catastrophic? You guys just, you, you, don't, you don't talk about it? You don't, you don't bring that one up? Like, there's no, there's no need for that. And I just don't get the like the personal gain. Like I don't think Chiefs fans, if like, let's say the Raiders lost in the AFC Championship game, and they were a wild card in the AFC West, I don't think Chiefs fans would be like, "Oh, AFC Championship loss, wild card in the AFC West." Yeah, that's like Mahomes' worst year as a starter. Yeah, man, I think Chiefs fans absolutely would do that. Okay. (laughs) All right. Maybe. Especially now. 
Yeah. A little undercurrent of some arrogance there. Yeah. I mean, well-deserved. Both teams, honestly, KU and, and the Chiefs. But I mean... You and I, I mean, certainly wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. I mean, I just... I just don't personally get the the gloat from it. Um, I don't... The only thing I ever did that's something kind of like that was... I think it was in 15, a bunch of my St. Louis buddies. I asked them what it was like to go to back-to-back World Series and win one of them. And they were like, oh, now you can, now you think it's fun to talk smack in baseball because your team's been to two World Series and won one? I was like, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, we don't coin ourselves as the greatest fans in sports. Cardinals fans and KU fans are very similar. sit on your high horse, make fun of other people, and then give us a constant reminder of what your fan base is. Oh, have you ever been to the field? Yes, I've been to Fog. You ever seen the video? Yes, we've seen the video. Do you know who your – yes, I know who your head coach is. Do you know Wilt Chamberlain? Yes, I know Wilt Chamberlain played there. Yes, I know Stan Musial played for the Cardinals. Same fan base, bro. <laughs> like, our fans are just some of the best baseball fans we just respect people, and we don't buy our teams. Really. You have Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. You have the best third baseman in baseball and the best first baseman. I will say you have the coolest named player in all of baseball in Lars Newtbar. I mean, you can't top that. The Cardinals are probably worse. They've only got one team in that city. Ugh. I guess they've got the Blues too, but they are. Well, no, they got SKC. They got they got St. Louis. Oh, soccer sorry. Team. Come on sure. now, five sorry. and zero, five wins, Daddy. And you're the FC guy, but they are man. Like, cause I'm just right now for like personal entertainment. I'm just following Carrington on Twitter, and he is just bodying people. Like, there's a picture of of Musterman with his shirt off. He goes, I can only imagine if this is how my season ended. What was the one you said to me? He said to somebody that. Did your team lose to, what was it like to lose to Arkansas in basketball and football? Yeah, he said Missouri beat Arkansas in football and basketball. <laughs> wonder what team? that's like. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean. I will say that is a pretty impressive way for both of your big money sports to lose. In overtime to Arkansas football. And then the upset, one versus eight in the round of 32. Was Arkansas football the – that was the uh, bowl game, right? That was the bowl game where uh, the one guy threw it out of bounds. Oh, last man. play of the game. That's nice. Yeah. I, I can say that because K-State won a Big 12 championship. That's true. In football. Yeah. And two recently in basketball. Shared, but two. Most bet ticket teams to win the NCAA tournament at, at, at BetGM. Alabama, 10.1%. Gone. Kansas, 7.1%. Gone. Texas, the only highest remaining percentage left at 6.8%. Still in the lot. And then a little bit lower, 6.2% UConn. There is a ton of people that bet on UConn about to make some money. Speaking of gambling, yeah. Dusty, mm-hmm. the whole time after they won, after the KSA beat Michigan State, I was kind of in this mode of like, hey, oh, it's still no. living off the high, like not really sure. FAU, and when they won, you're like, ah, it's a really good team, but like we should probably beat them. Who knows? When I had the first real pang of just uh, yep. ice cold fear is when you see that tweet from 
DraftKings or whoever, it's like 90% of the tickets, 90% of the money Go is the on Kansas way. State. Go the other way. And I'm like, man, if this was any other team, I'm putting 50 large. Uh, not large, but 50 big smackaroos. That's large. On the other team. I white hot fear when 90% of the tickets are on your own team. Yeah. That's not good. No, when you see that, you got to you gotta go the other way. I knew it was over. Uh, how about Jerome Tang going into the FAU locker room after the game and giving them a speech? You dig that or no? Look, man, Okay. I dig it. I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he's a good guy. But it is a little... Too much? It's a little too much. I Yeah. Intelligent people are more likely to be messy, stay up late, and curse often. I guess you'd consider Carrington Harrison very intelligent because I've seen his office. There are crushed red peppers on his desk from last Tuesday. Crushed red peppers. Still in, like, the packet? No, on the table. Nice. There are seven chewed pens over here and doodlings on papers that he does during breaks. It's quite interesting. Um... But, yes, K-State falls in Madison Square Garden to FAU. UConn continues to blow people out, and March has never been better. This is just the start of how wild the March Madness tournament is going to continue to be. I'm dead serious. Because of the way that kids can transfer, the way that money is being distributed with NIL deals, I don't know... If we'll ever get to a point where no one seeds make the Elite Eight again, but I wouldn't be shocked if it ever happened again. Which that was history this year. In fact, only one two seeds in the Elite Eight, and that's Texas. And they got a dandy today in Kansas City. Dandy. Two games today, two games yesterday, two of the final four teams are already in the tournament. UConn and FAU should have been Kansas State. Should have and watch now. Our national title is going to be Creighton versus UConn, and UConn's going to win by seventy. They almost they almost beat Gonzaga by forty yesterday. Probably should have beat Gonzaga by forty. On the other side, I want to play some funny audio for you, and I really don't understand what happened. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on Six Ten Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Charlie Hustle tweets out. I mean, I understand what they're saying, but it's kind of funny. Five days until opening day, we may or may not have some fresh powder for this season. That's where you need to delete the tweet and edit and put blue after powder. Five days until opening day, we may or may not have some fresh powder for this season. It's gonna be a long season if you're just handing out powder. Wasn't that a wasn't that a, a movie with Woody Harrelson called like Powder or Flower or where he was like I don't know, I feel like he was just like he was covered in powder. Or maybe he was an albino. Fresh powder makes me think of like a ski resort. It makes me think of chafing. <laughs> Cause I don't know if you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, but we have this thing where we have to sometimes work doubles and uh it gets a little dry down there and luckily one of your boys that you work with 
or ladies, I don't know. They've had that happen to them, and they got that gold bond in the bathroom, and you turn into LeBron James between your legs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That you're going home, and you're sitting in front of the fan, legs wide open, listening to the Dixie Chicks. Um, we'll get into the Royals here on the other side of this uh, hour as that first hour flew by on a Sunday morning. I was worried about this Sunday morning. I really was. Um, I was worried Grant was going to be in tears. Um, as people say, Jerome Tang is the best person in college basketball. Jerome Tang is leading your favorite team. You can sleep tonight knowing your favorite team will be in good hands and have a chance to win it every single season. Jerome Tang is the representative of Kansas State. That is from uh, Cole Carmody from K-State, or a K-State student, who does good stuff for K-State. Um, but Grant, I don't know if you heard this earlier um, this week, but I wanted to bring a smile to your face today, and I feel like this might do it. I mean, it was... Not that one. Just kidding. I'm going to find it. This one. Wednesday, mild, some sunshine, 60. Thursday, partly sunny skies and 57. And to another woman who likes to be double-fisted in a different way, I think, Jess. <laughs> she means beer. She means beer. Uh, guys, <laughs> she means beer. Don't put me on YouTube. My God. <laughs> I just... Yeah, we're going to take a pause. We're going to keep going. How's that for live television? You can't go back to work after hearing, after doing that. You've ruined that young lady's career. For those of you that didn't hear it, here it is again. Wednesday, mild, some sunshine, 60. Thursday, partly sunny skies and 57. And to another woman who likes to be double-fisted in a different way, I think, Jess. <laughs> She means beer. She means beer. Uh, guys, <laughs> she means beer. Don't put me on YouTube. My God. Huh. Huh. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that that segue is in your bank. Like, I mean, what on earth? What do you even do to that? How do you respond? Wednesday, mild, some sunshine, 60. Speaking Thursday, her. partly sunny skies, and 57. Like, listen to her voice. And how, like. She's so fired up to say it, too. she knows it's coming, man. She thinks it's going to be a heater. She know, oh, it is. She knows she's about to wreck this lady's life. About to just ruin her time on national television. And then listen to how the girl says, she means beer. She means beer. You know, she's the type that could probably kick your ass in a bar. Wednesday, mild, some sunshine, 60. Thursday, partly sunny skies and 57. And to another woman who likes to be double-fisted in a different way, I think, Jess. <laughs> in a different way. She means beer. She means beer. Uh, guys, <laughs> she means beer. Don't put me on YouTube. Opening day. Opening day is right around the corner. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Royals have announced their opening day starter. There are a lot of questions and there's a win total and there's Bobby Witt Jr. And there's a lot of other things that I want to discuss because Josh Ferner, who joined me a few days prior to this, had something to say about Zach Grinke as the number two starter, not the number one starter. It's after hours. It's Grant Nichols and Dusty Liggett, 610 Sports Radio. 
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.